Hey everybody, welcome to Film House. This is the show where we talk about movies and movie news and reviews, etc. We are recording this on June 2nd, 2021. I'm Elise Willems. I'm James Willems, and my favorite movie is Gattaca. <laughs> Hi, Funhouse fans, Funhouseians. My name is Ryan Haley. I'm an editor at Funhouse. My favorite David O. Russell movie, I think, is The Fighter, maybe Spanking the Monkey. Uh, my name is Patrick Brown. I also work for Funhouse. My favorite uh, Tim Burton movie is Pee-wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, what? wow. Not Dark Shadows? No, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Okay. Dark Shadows is number two. Ooh, oh, I thought that's, that's a good yeah. top two, though. That's a strong, that's a strong one, too. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. No big fish. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's uh, at the bottom. Okay. No, are you are you being facetious, Patrick? I can't tell. No, no I, like, I like. Well, I don't like. I don't like Tim Burton, but then when he makes something I like, I really like it. But then my, when he makes my, something I don't like, I hate it. Like I find it so unwatchable. But I think I liked Big Fish. Tim Burton film is Big Top Pee Wee, which wasn't even a Tim Burton film. But no, the influences wasn't. are there. The influences <laughs> you can are t- there. You can, you see, can the, see. You can't yeah. watch that movie and not go. There's some influence there. <laughs> I'm an Edward Scissorhands man myself, but I you know, like I, I consider I consider Tim Burton to be like the Weezer of film directors. He yeah. just is recycling this same thing he yep. did back in the '90s over and over again, expecting no one to notice, but somehow sometimes, we can give him billions of dollars. Sometimes. I think other times he he like Big Fish is a good example of a movie where he showed that he could do other things within it. And then but then it it seems like when he goes back and tries to recapture that Edward Scissorhands style, he fails miserably. Like so badly. But so badly. He made, like Frankenweenie's fantastic. So I don't know. Yeah, he's he's it is. Place. for me. It's Beetlejuice, which I think Beetlejuice mm-hmm. is a perfect movie. Like it's great. It's just it's just awesome. And and Frank and Weenie of his like new stuff, his more modern stuff, I think is great. Also, Mm -hmm. I I mean, if we're getting into producer territory, probably the Linkin Park Powerless video short that he was also. Yes, I would would say actually he's in a strange situation where I would say every movie he's made is progressively worse than the last. Except for except. No. Yes. Because Pee Wee's Big Adventure is the best movie ever made. I'm not even joking. That's my favorite movie for real. So it goes okay. Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Uh, I mean, it's a great movie. That's, That's okay. number one. Then Beetlejuice. That's okay. definitely and his second best movie. And then Batman that, is his third best. Then Batman yeah. Returns is his. No, okay, okay, okay. It kind of gets screwy between 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 Batman is in there. Between <laughs> Batman Returns and Mars Attacks, the, they get a little fishy. But after that, I mean. Oh, and Big Fish, I guess, is also a wrench. I in don't there. know if this but formula works, that, Patrick. It works. But I mean, and Frankenweenie is also in there too. Yeah, but I've not seen yeah. that, and I shan't. And the big so. eyes, Patrick. The big eyes. I also haven't seen the the big eyes. Tim Burton. Tim Burton went to Burbank High School. Go Bulldogs. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Sweeney Todd. Go, go Bulldogs, say, of course. You think Sweeney yeah, like Todd is is cor- so you believe Corpse Bride is better than Sweeney Todd? And I, Frank and Weenie. I have not seen Corpse Bride, but I'm okay, committed right. to this. So, so just, yes, throw yes, your theory out entirely. Planet of the Apes is better than Big Fish. <laughs> Correct. I did not that, come that I stand by. Tim that Burton. I will. Hey, everybody, stand we're by. talking about Tim Burton's back catalog. This week. Jesus. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's say it. Let's um, just say it works up until 1990. <laughs> 
So his first four movies. Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. How can no, I forget? No, you didn't. I'm trying you don't remember. How can I forget? forget. Okay. I'm going to watch all these movies I think I saw it because I, re- I listened to the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim Burton does not have a new movie coming out this year, but Ryan, you put together a list of the esteemed directors who do have new movies coming out this year, correct? I couldn't believe it. Yeah, well, my, my, my friend Adam hit me up and goes, hey, Ryan, you know, uh, uh, I know the last year of movies has sucked, but in the, la- in the next couple of months, we get... Um, movies from Paul Thomas Anderson, Wes Anderson, Joel Cohen, Anna Wachowski. And I'm like, wow, that's awesome. Uh, but is that it? Only four good movies? But sure enough, I look and there's way more. Like every good yeah. movie director that is alive right well, now has a movie coming out it's, this year. It's because they all kicked it to this year. Yeah, right. I, I know. Ask, it, it, that makes a, a lot of sense. Of that too? <laughs> I do. I think it totally is. I do think you're being a little generous putting Paul Schrader on there. Uh, he's had some hits. uh, uh, He's had some hits. Are you kidding me? But when was his last? He's coming right off of First Reformed. First Reformed was amazing, and that was his last movie he did, and he's in his, like, 80s or 90s. Sorry, I thought... He's kicking ass right now. I was thinking his last movie... I was thinking his last movie were those three online COVID groups he got kicked at... Poker groups he got kicked out of for harassing women. (laughs) What... (laughs) I, what? We, we, this is something I we didn't hear about we that. T- discussing this before that we started recording. We, every single film that uh, Ryan is excited for is directed by a problematic a monster. Yeah. That is not true. <laughs> Edgar Wright's not problematic. M. Night Shalaman's not problematic. Who? What is David Shalaman done? Shalaman? <laughs> David Gordon um, Green? Let's find out. Well, let's talk I about do, some I, of these movies. <laughs> I do like on on Kai's point out Ryan's list. It, you know, Fukunaga, Soderbergh, Spielberg, Eastwood, Jackass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jackass yeah. Four yeah. might be my stuff. most anticipated movie of the year. Mm-hmm. Okay, but those guys are all uh, so broken. Yeah. And can we really even enjoy a new movie from them? Yes. I don't know they're, what their bodies. But yeah, have been yeah, doing. yeah. We it's like when Undertaker continues to retire and then wrestle again, and you're like, that yeah. was a pretty good match, even though yeah. he's like, like. 20% the speed that he was in like his post prime. Yeah. Well, yeah, I feel like they yeah, have so like many the same doing the hits, literally. They have all these yeah. long-term medical conditions and issues now. Oh, just concussions. Stuff they've done to their bodies. I think Johnny knows. But for our entertainment and joy and it's tube. been worth it. They like yeah. can't pee in a single stream anymore. Who can though? <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah, that's that's which pretty Which one normal. of us can say So. It yeah, does suck that Johnny Knoxville has set a catheter in. You know mm-hmm. that I, I do feel bad about that. But, Permanently? I mean, he, uh, yeah. I so. Oh wait, yeah. really? Well, is, I, oh to no. Pee, to is that pee. a thing? I was just urethra joking. is split. Oh, oh I did not yeah, realize when, uh, that. When he, yeah, there's one. You, the you can see it. Too. Well, oh my god. No, you got it? hit by a. He got hit by a motorcycle. He went into a foam pit, and then a motorcycle went onto his dick, and then his dick doesn't I work just, as well anymore. Oh, no. I just made that up as like an extreme thing. Mm-hmm. That would come out of this. I did oh, not no, know that's that real. was a real thing. Very they real. sacrifice their, their 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 health for for our love for our for enjoyment. Our they deserve our love for it. And yeah, it's worth it. Mm-hmm. It's totally worth it. It is. Well, all the Bam Margera not in the movie no. anymore. I don't know if you guys that's know about this controversy. That. Yeah, that's they're okay. all in the outs with them still, yeah. right? He was. He. Uh, I think it's a fluid situation. <laughs> yeah. I, I do think that it, I what? wish that is there was a way for them to make it work, though. <laughs> yeah. What are we doing here? What are we yeah, talking yeah, about? Is Jackass us, and Tim Burton. Us, I think this is an interesting conversation. Tell us about your list, Ryan. 
So yeah, we got uh, uh, um, Spielberg's coming out with his West Side Story movie. Uh, I don't really know if I care about yeah, that. Yeah, he needed to retire. Coming out he with his a while ago. No, I, I, I've been no, digging his later output ago. in life. Spielberg needed to retire. Oh my god. Yes. Come on, Patrick. <laughs> like ten years ago. First it was biopic. Now it's this. These these trees. These wild. Okay. Do you say biography? Do you say? Uh, do you say or do you a say biographer? Bi- yeah. Like, like I, it's it's a completely different word. Biography. It, okay, biography. But, but, but when you're gonna shorten it, and you're you were reading a biography earlier today, yeah, and then sure. and then you're gonna say, oh, it's someone's bio, a shortened version. Right. Do you say it's someone's <laughs> bio? Bio. <laughs> no, of course you I say Spielberg's bio. Of course, you bio, you of course I do. Okay, so anyway, Spielberg is going to make movies until he kills over dead. Yeah, until he do- dies. He's Same with make Clint Eastwood. Old man he just turned until he dies. Mm-hmm. Clint Eastwood just turned ninety or ninety-one, I think, um, a couple days ago. We're coming out with a new movie. Is it about an American uh, hero? We got. Does it have a threesome in it? You're yeah. goddamn right. It is. Yep. Um, I forgot what it is. I need to it's, look it up. It's definitely Fukunaga. about some we American had, military hero. But <laughs> we haven't had a Fukunaga movie. Since True Detective, I'm pretty sure, right? Say, yeah, he hasn't made any. Is, oh. he's, this, he's this is his first feature, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. No, if no, we no. Had he, he, made, he made that like he he made that child soldier movie for Netflix. That was something. But Beast of No Nation. This is his first. Yes, this mm. is his return to the big time. Oh, um. So we got. I'm so excited for that, and because that guy fucking rocks. Mm-hmm. Um, Joel. Oh, he, he are you guys excited for Joel no Cohen's Die? Yeah. Yes, he did. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. I hope you got a part for Vince Vaughn. In Sin Nombre. <laughs> Starting. Uh, uh, and yeah, are you guys excited for the Joel Cohen Macbeth movie? Yes. Yes. Starring Denzel Washington and Francis McDormand. <sighs> yeah, what? Of course. Of course I am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I. That's kind of what I'm thinking. I'm like. Fucking insane. It's, you know, it, it's uh, Shakespeare, which already. I, I'm all, I'm always nervous when I hear Shakespeare's involved. Uh, Why? And then, and, He's a real Spielberg. I mean, you know, he, what a hat. Yeah, yeah. He should have retired a long time ago. This guy keeps fucking putting out one movies. Two, two ways. It's either going to be awesome and uh, and really uh, legit, or it's going to be boring as shit. Um, that's kind of the two ways you go with Shakespeare in my in my experience. Um, yeah. But Joel Cohen, one of the masters at work, so uh, can't go wrong. I feel like. I don't know. Uh, what movies are you guys excited for? Probably my most anticipated of all of all of them, which I actually forgot to even put on this fucking long list, is Paul Verhoeven's Horny Nun movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's Paul Verhoeven's be- definitely one of my favorite mo- uh, filmmakers. And then this sounds right up in his wheelhouse, a Horny Nun movie mm-hmm. set in like the 15th century or something. Sounds awesome. Sounds like the perfect film. I, that is What are y'all, y'all's thoughts? I, uh, oh, go ahead, Elise. Oh, um, for me, like James Wan has a new original horror coming out, which is super exciting to me. Big, big fan of whenever mm-hmm. he uh, gets into that territory. And the same with GDT, Guillermo del Toro. Love him. He's doing Pinocchio, which like I'm not super into. And then this other movie, Nightmare Alley. Uh, Pinocchio, don't really love the story of Pinocchio, but I'm interested. I'm always interested for GDT to hit a home run. You of know, course. which he, he can be divisive, uh, but I like Crimson What's Peak. What's not the like not about the story of Pinocchio? 
Uh, the well, island, or when they get to all the ant kids turning into animals. And at least you were raised as a puppet for many years. I was. Mm-hmm. I wish. <laughs> um, True. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm always rooting for him. You know, he has so much like passion that I love mm-hmm. that even when a movie. I'm always his... rooting for Pinocchio too. Not no, Ryan. No. You want him to turn into a real boy. <laughs> no. I actually, I actually like that island. <laughs> that says that makes sense coming from you, Patrick. <laughs> explains a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that you um, like when the sorry, kids all scream and uh, in distress turn into animals. Uh, <laughs> I just I, think it's an interesting idea. Okay. <laughs> I just want to point out something real quick. When you search Bam Margera on Google, you know how they have that people ask question like section where it's like here are things commonly associated. The number yeah. one is what happened Bam Margera? Like not what happened to just like just what, what happened. happened? Like it's like, like people yeah. people are googling to reach him and say what happened Bam Margera? Um, I am really excited for a bunch of films. I would say Suicide Squad. Um, which is so funny to me. James Gunn. So funny to me because I think the original Suicide Squad is one of like the worst movies ever made. Like it's terrible. In terms, in terms of like a bunch of people working on something and the finished product, I think it is like horrible. Like it it's sucks. not well edited. It's not. It doesn't look good. It's 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 written like shit. Like I think everything, yep. every element of it, except for the people on like the actual ground level working on it to make sure shots are in focus and shit like that. Pyros go off at the right time. Every element of it sucks. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, so the f- oh god, disagree. I don't. I think you're being very very scathing of that movie. Like Margot Robbie, as we know, is excellent in it. Is she though? It's not. Is she yeah, not that bad? Because, he, because here's the thing. Here's the thing. She. And when she, we're she, talking bad garbage, it's not that bad. It's not he, like unwatchable. Like the movie Funhouse that currently has zero percent Rotten Tomatoes. We'll get to that later. I'm, okay. All right. I'm gonna say it's quite unwatchable, but I, it's yeah. not good. It's. I think it is terrible. I think it's one of you the. You don't worst. tell me when Killer Croc's and, slithering on his belly. You're not cheering in the seat. He doesn't slither yeah. on his belly. He he's surrounded <laughs> by land the whole movie, and then the one All moment right. there's water, it cuts to him getting struggling with a regular guy in a frog suit because it doesn't mm-hmm. know what is going on. It it is I've never seen a movie All where right. the the creator had no idea what was going on the whole time. And I know people are gonna say they took it away from him and a trailer house cut the movie. That's why I'm yeah. like, Bring he me still the shot, cut. He still shot that the, the rest of the scenes that made it in. He shot it and then he made it probably arguably maybe a worse movie the right afterwards. So don't tell me that it was it was his. What did he make that after that? Bright. Will Smith. Oh, Will Smith. Dear. That so was he sucks. terrible. Um, I'm but an apologist for that film. My 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 point is <laughs> okay. that I love that they just said let's just do this again, and they gave it to James Gunn, who I think is a pretty overall great yeah. director. And you can see how much style and substance is in it. I also think mm-hmm. to the Margot Robbie point, while she is tolerable as Harley Quinn in Suicide Squad, I think she stands out because she is literally surrounded by shit. Like everything else in that movie is garbage. And so just the fact that she did the voice was like enough for most people, because I mm-hmm. don't know anyone that liked Birds of Prey either. Um, no. Nope. And sh- I so can't sh- stand the voice, to be honest. It's annoying so, as shit, like, but, I, okay, she, well, but it's yeah. the character. 
<laughs> so I think and so it's funny that I'm excited for Suicide Squad. I would also say the French Dispatch is probably yeah. like up there as well. I can't wait. Is that the West Anderson feel one? Like, yeah, and I feel like yeah. I haven't really seen much of it. There was like one trailer like a year and a half ago, and I yeah. like have almost forgotten all of it. And then my last one though, what I would mention is the Green Knight. I think the Green Knight is going to oh, be you stole mine. E- Either. Oh, sorry. Uh, I And that's all that I have. Patrick, thank go you, ahead. Thank you. Thank you. I got to say the Green Knight. No, but yeah, Green, Green Knight looks really. fucking awesome. I had no I've actually read that thing, like the book. Yeah, me too. And it was, yeah. And like not something I thought was going to be getting a movie adaptation no. anytime soon. It's what nope. is it? When is it from the Middle Ages? It, oh, it's like it's like one of those early texts where nobody mm-hmm. knows who the author was, mm-hmm. and it's like one mm-hmm. of the first originally printed, you know, stories, and, that, and that's why I feel like it has a lot of recognition for that. But yeah, I was I was in the same camp, Patrick, where I, when they said they're we're making a Sir Gowan in the Green Knight movie, I was <laughs> yeah. like, a book? Mm-hmm. Yeah, give me Suicide Squad. There we go. <laughs> give All me right. Harley yeah, Quinn. Yeah, it's from the 14th century. Sure. Well, so yeah, not something that was begging for a film adaptation, but this actually looks incredibly cool. Well, the, cool. like I, from the director of the Pete's Dragon remake. Interesting. I think. <laughs> well, you got to do one to make you got to do one to make some money. And then, you know, you do uh, what you want to make. Yeah. One for them, one for you. What did I uh, like that guy, the guy who directed Adam Wingard, who made Godzilla versus Kong, who did a bunch of like actually very good horror movies. Oh yeah, uh, he he had a really good quote about Godzilla versus Kong that was like, "I can't wait for all the movies." It was essentially, "I can't wait for all the movies that this will allow me to make." That having oh, yeah. made this movie will allow me to make. Like, who was it? Oh, it was. I have a I I have a theory that Guy Ritchie, like Disney said, "You come make Aladdin for us. You do it the way we want it done." And then we'll make sure that you can make whatever movies you want to for the rest of your life. And he said, deal. <laughs> and yeah. So, and then, and then, oh, they, yeah. and then they, they started singing. So a Disney executive started singing and then yep. pulled his creative energy from like the center of his heart out through his mouth. And then, mm-hmm. and then he was like singing or whatever. And then he made Aladdin and then that's what it was. Uh, his movie that's out right now is straight up uh, uh, written by like his longtime bodyguard and and agent person, oh. and he's just was basically Man. now using his yeah his his Aladdin clout, being like, "Hey, buddy, yeah, but my longtime friend, I'll make I'll turn your screenplay into movies so you can get wow. royalties for the rest of your life and retire." Because uh, I'm a good friend, Guy Ritchie. Mm-hmm. And he, that's what Wrath of Man is. Disney said he can do whatever he wants. That's why. So yeah. Uh, I'm also real quick. I'm also very excited about Dune. I think Dune looks awesome, and I'm very excited. Billy. I'm excited about the Many Saints of Newark, the Sopranos prequel. I don't know if it's going to be good, <laughs> but I fucking love the Sopranos, is, and it it better be good. Is 2021? Because I feel like we're not in full on Sopranos nostalgia yet. Like I feel like. We're a little off the mark. Like, I feel like there will be some point where it comes back around and people are like, oh, man, Sopranos. And no, it's fucking huge on Twitter. Sopranos is huge. <laughs> are, well, on are you just Google? Are you just searching for Sopranos? No, no, on Twitter no, no, no. And that's why you no. think it's huge. I'm not talking about like Sopranos accounts or anything. It's like a big <laughs> thing, right? It, it has well, been for a couple it? years. <laughs> what? Is it singers? I'm serious. Qu- it's yeah. just like, no, it's just in the like 
public. But is it memes? That doesn't no. necessarily mean that like there's a nostalgia for it. Like I think there are certain things that come back around and it's like, oh yeah, like we want like remember when they made a Three Stooges movies? Three Stooges, <laughs> the Three Stooges were back in, baby. You like, you no, know, this like, is definitely though like for I don't think this is to introduce anyone to okay. the show. This is like an HBO Max thing. I don't think I, I don't think this is for anyone who doesn't know about the show or isn't interested okay. in the show. This is like pretty specifically for. All right. Yeah. I just searched for Sopranos on Twitter and it said there were 340 tweets in the last hour for Sopranos. That's pretty but good. How, for hold a, on. Uh, is they that might, a lot? 20-year-old show. How many of those are musicians? Zero. I did a quick be, scroll, didn't yeah, see musicians. Saw they were referencing the show. Mm, mm, okay. Mm. All right. Well, see. Mayor of, Mayor of Easttown, a thousand and a hundred tweets in the last hour. And that was like the most, the finale was like the most watched thing on HBO Max. Yeah. So, Ryan, on your list, what is like stand out to you? Well, the the, the, the big ones were, were uh, uh, the Horning Nun movie from Paul Verhoeven. Probably the the Paul Thomas Anderson's high school movie. I am so excited for that. That's probably my number one, honestly. Yeah, because he's been making a soggy bottom, which has to be one of the worst movie names (laughs) of all time. It's pretty Uh, bad. Yeah, Yeah, Paul Hollywood called soggy bottom. Will never see that movie. That's for sure. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm just glad that he's doing a a what seems to be a comedy. B uh, has a lot of really famous, awesome people in it, but it seems to be uh, at least him trying to make a mainstream, more accessible film, which to, for him, I think is good. Because oh, to yeah. me, Bo- Boogie Nights yep. is probably my favorite of his, and it's his most accessible. We, I think we talked about this on a podcast recently even, but yeah, like like Paul Thomas Anderson, I think I love when he is trying to get the most people to see his movies, which yeah. his Phantom Thread, I think, uh, is the that opposite. Was, that was one right. for him. <laughs> I, I kind of yeah, enjoyed totally Phantom him. Thread, but it was yet another too. one I enjoyed of his, it. his many character studies. Like, I, I like when he actually has narrative in his movies yeah, and, not, and not just like, I'm just going to character study. Um, and I would say like between probably like The Master and Inherent Vice and Phantom Thread, I probably enjoyed Phantom Thread the most. But Boogie Nights is one of yeah, my favorite movies I of all thought, time. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I hated Inherent Vice. As long as we can get away from whatever he did there, mm-hmm. I'm I'm good. Yeah, didn't finish that. Um, it's are you not a big so, Pinchin fan? <laughs> not especially. I, I I am. I do like him. I think he's cool. But like like I, I don't think you can adapt a movie like that and expect it to be like oh yeah well. This movie doesn't have to make sense, even though it's three hours and we're unlaying all these fucking names and dates and places on you. And do you, but just don't pay attention to it, and you'll yeah. figure that out about never, an hour into yeah. it after you haven't paid. I've attention never really to it. like read Thomas Pinchon's stuff, so I like going in, like being like we're making we're adapting. I'm like uh, it doesn't really like yeah. I have no basis for it. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, that's like an awesome list, Ryan. One of the one of the movies on your list got a trailer for M Night Shyamalan's movie like Old. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just called Old. Oh yeah, that yeah. looked cool. Uh, where a bunch of people yeah. are on a they go on this beach and then as they are longer they spend on the beach they they age more. They age rapidly. Yes. 
Yeah, uh, age rapidly. Yeah, and it's called reverse like Benjamin shot. Button syndrome, where you age <laughs> from young to old. Wow, but fast. Yeah. Wow. Is Shyamalan <laughs> back? Onset. Is the question? I I don't every think well, time I mean, we ask that question, know, and every single time the answer you know is definitively no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm a huge The Visit fan. We all know this. We and do. The Visit needs to be <laughs> the Visit is fine. Up there with a, the Visit's the fine. Visit. The Visit's awesome. I'll give the you visit, the, the Visit is great. Top it's, tier. I like Fucking that, stupid, but it's fine. It's the thing fun. is, it was 2015, yeah. and M. Night Shyamalan said, what about a found footage film? That's what I love about The Visit. <laughs> it's a found footage film. They're yeah. still cranking them 2015. out, right? Kind 2015. 2015. This is about this is about 10 years after it went out of style. No. I mean, found, no. What's like the most popular show still right now? The Office, a found footage TV show. It's not found okay, footage. found footage is still there really found and out. No. It's not true. Sure it is. No. It is a docu-style deliberately recorded and edited footage. Yeah. Spoof. Yeah, that's why there's cuts in it. Here's the thing that killed the visit for me is that is that M. Night Shyamalan had 10 years to really turn the genre on its head. And then like the opening scene is the is the girl going like, I want to be a filmmaker. So she films everything. I want to be a filmmaker, so I point well, my camera out a car window and film I hate that this is everything. your main complaint about the visit. My favorite part <laughs> about every I've heard found you say this before. <laughs> my favorite part it's of everything. every found footage movie is the first 10 minutes where they explain why they're filming everything. Well, it's no. In, it is in every yeah. single found footage yes. movie. Just get over that and part. It's, it's always the same. It goes, I want to be a filmmaker, so I point my camera at everything. And then the best thing is then when shit really hits the fan, they have to do another explanation for why they're still filming it. Yeah. And the best one, the best one is in Cloverfield where someone goes, put down that camera. He's like, I need to record this. Like there needs to be documentation of this. I'm like, dog, you are in New York City. You think you are the only person here who's going to get yep. any sort of footage of this event? All right, TJ. Anyway. I, I just, think you just need to uh, gloss over uh, that aspect of every found footage movie. Just yeah. kind of one ear out the other. Forget the, the, the why they're filming it, and then just let the let the visit soak over you, and let that nice hot diaper to the face scene at the end just really shock you, like M Night was 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 trying to do. Catherine Hans in it. There's so it's not it's not entirely worthless. There, true. So Anyhow, no one's yeah. excited. So no one's excited for Morbius then. That's not this year. No. I said it yes, was this year. We, yes, we are. <laughs> I know you year. are. That's why I asked. <laughs> oh, you're right. 2022. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm looking at a list and it. I think it had well, the original me, Hold date. on. Let me see. Is it March 28th, 2022? Is that the release date? No, I'm seeing October 8th, 2021. No, Wait, that, one's, that one's wrong. That one's wrong. Okay. You got to find a more recent article. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, I can't believe I've done this. While Patrick's yeah. doing that, I just want to acknowledge that some really distressing news came out the last week, and I, I tried to just acknowledge it and then move on, and then Ryan felt it was best to instead highlight it in our communal document uh, for this podcast, mm -hmm. which is that Paddington 2, an amazing and perfect film, mm. which usurped, what was it, The Godfather? <laughs> No, <laughs> oh no, Kane. Citizen Kane. Citizen Kane as the best mm -hmm. aggregate score on Rotten Tomatoes is no longer the best reviewed because mm. some asshole well, is it, just it likes just, to be a yeah. contrarian. It lost its perfect score, right? Is is the big yeah. thing. 
because it had a perfect. It still has right. like yes. it, it has like a ninety nine right is, now instead of a hundred or something. Did you? Did anyone read it? No. First, I did read the review. First of all, yes. it's from a website that looks like it should be illegal in twenty twenty one. Um okay. and it, the man's name who I am comfortable don't. saying out loud. <laughs> I don't think you should. Why not? I don't because I think it's like you have an influence and then you attract negativity to this person. It, it, he gives attention to them. He attracted his own negativity when he I mean, they, came they after they might get targeted by people. You and don't I don't want to think say he should. Name, yeah. oh. Well, I'm trying to, I'm trying to protect them, but Ryan's saying, Ryan's saying don't give them power. Oh. Is, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm here's saying. A quote from, here's a quote from the review. This is not my Paddington bear, but a sinister, malevolent imposter who should be shot what? into space or nuked from space at the first opportunity. Overconfident, snide, and sullen. This manky oh, this looking cool. bear bears little relation to the classic character, and viewers should be warned. This what ain't yo mama's Paddington bear, <laughs> and it won't be yours either. Oh Maybe if you've never God. seen the TV show and don't know any better, this will work. But long term Paddington fans will find this too much I'm to in. bear. I'm on this guy's he side. Ends, I haven't seen was, the movie, but I'm, I like this. He ends the last two paragraphs. Oh, wait, hold on. This this article is one, two, three, four, five paragraphs long, and the last word in three of those paragraphs is bear. <laughs> well, so you guys know, of course. This this is the more exaggerated review than the Suicide Squad one we we heard earlier. <laughs> yeah, sure. When did he publish this review? This, so twenty seventeen. Republished it recently because he was so upset that Paddington had a perfect score. But he's referencing a BBC radio review that he did in 2017. Mm-hmm. So. Well, Can obviously somebody... we had to talk about this, Elise. This is big movie news, okay? I understand. I know that it's hard for you to, to, to discuss, but this is huge. What were you going to say, Patrick? I was just going to ask, so I've not seen either Paddington movie. What? Oh! Oh! What? I, yeah, I know. What did you say? What I... is so good about Why are people so obsessed with the Paddington movies. What because the world is a cold, dark place no, no, no. and we need I, a little look, piece of fucking joy. I understand that, and but you can, get joy it, out of baby. you can get joy out of anything. What is it no, about Paddington no, specifically? Paddington is pure joy. I'm not, synthesized joy look, in, a, in a kid's movie. I read the second one's a perfect Paddington film, like when I was a boy. Film. Okay, uh-huh. but why? The second so, one's perfectly... Like, like it's, not, it's not even that it's just like an uplifting movie. It's a cinematic achievement. Uh, it's achievement in storytelling. Yes. Performance, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> James. All right, CGI. Uh, I I think I mean I I really loved Paddington one, but I didn't. Me too. I didn't think I think Paddington two is is a flawless film in my opinion, and I think that's what's so impressive about it. It doesn't have to it, like. It's just weird. It it just feels, and especially in this day and age, it feels like someone like wrote a script. And then they went back through the script and they actually rewrote it. So that way, the things that happen at the end of the movie are paying off from the beginning. Like every single thing that happens at the end pays off from from what what you are shown and what you see in the beginning. Every Mm -hmm. single character has an arc, even if they just have even if they're just a minor character, because he lives on like a street with a cast of characters or whatever. And all of them have an arc that's like addressed, even if it's just in the background in the most minor way. And uh, Hugh Grant plays just like a fantastic he gets to just chew scenery and be like this like fantastic villain who even himself isn't 
malicious because I do think that one of the things about Paddington one is that um, uh, Nicole Kidman is kind of scary. Like if you go yes. and watch it, it's like she's kind of scary and there is like a dark edge <laughs> and it felt like someone was like, we really need to inject inject some serious drama, like rooftop drama, literally into into, into this movie. movie. Um, but whereas the second one finds other ways to kind of express that drama. And I don't know, it's just it's just it's joyous. It's fun. Like, okay. it, I feel like it comes from a place of goodness and kindness and. You know, there's a there's basically a handful of kinds of stories and ones are where the character changes and then there's others where the world changes around the character. And this one mm -hmm. kind of does both simultaneously. Like Paddington is he's he's a kind hearted. He, like he could just be Paddington for the rest of his life. But even by the end, he discovers something more about himself. But then the world also improves because he's already starting from such like a Jesus like place anyway. It's just. <laughs> I think it's, it's just a retelling a of the Christ story is what you're saying. Essentially. Yeah. Yes, essentially. With bears. Yeah. Um, I just feel like it's a Look, very joyous film. I just haven't and seen it's it. Funny. And I, it's funny. It's okay. funny. And it also like has a lot of that like Wes. We were talking about like Wes Anderson or Tim Burton and how when they're creative, like it's like it's seamless, you know, but when they mm -hmm. are not, it's forced in some ways. Yeah. And this this movie is definitely like. It feels like a Candyland world, but it's still very based and it doesn't feel like it's in your face. Like it's not to the point of being surreal. But then when you're conjuring images of the world back later, it feels like you had a dream. I don't know. It's just I think it's a really okay. be beautifully made and all the performances are great. And like you just you're like, oh, I love this character. And then Paddington meets a new person. You're like, oh, my God, I love this character. And then Paddington meets a new person. You're like, oh, I love this character. And it's just like that for exactly the length of time that a movie should be so and that we're talking about paddington the malevolent and sinister yes presence. paddington who this this uh uh this <laughs> reviewer describes as having evil beady eyes and ratty fur That's from this review. oh go fuck yourself <laughs> and sounds like a member of some indie pop band coming down from an agonizing ketamine high and that's just the Guys, start of what's wrong with paul king's film so i do things i are do getting... think sorry no go ahead You're... oh no go ahead go yeah. ahead patrick sorry, i was gonna I'm say just, i was just gonna say i do think every movie that has good reviews they should be for they should have to publish some just scathing review by somebody who is personally so deeply offended that they feel the need to assassinate paddington's character yeah <laughs> i think i think that every movie needs a review like that just to keep it humble because people like get that he's people get way too attached like i know the paddington stuff is like it's funny that it was you know he's people do just, people get very upset like people were mad that avatar reclaimed oh, the yeah. top spot which is insane like a lot of my favorite movies are are sixes on IMDb or whatever, like <laughs> yeah. numerical oh, bullshit, numerical shit does not mean anything for your enjoyment of the movie. And it also doesn't mean anything for the quality of the movie. I, so I also cool said, it. Yeah, cool very it. well said. At least I know what you need to do. And I just want to add one thing here, because I think the funniest thing about this is that this this critic is standing alone on an island. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And everyone else is like, I disagree. Yeah. Whereas even with the Suicide Squad thing, it's like, number one, I'm I'm being a little bit hyperbolic for the sake of being entertaining. But number two, 
it's not like it was universally loved and I'm the only person who's like, so <laughs> right, the, the right. characters, the killer croc arc was not closed. Like, you know, like, <laughs> like I, it's like, I mean, there it wasn't beloved by any means. So that's why it's fun to shit on it. Anyway, sorry, Elise. Anyway, no, no, these are all very valid points. And this is this is how we analyze cinema. And we're going to do more of that right after <laughs> a word from our sponsors. MeUndies believes that comfort is about more than just what's touching your skin. It's about feeling comfortable in your skin. That's why MeUndies uses sustainable, breathable, soft-as-heck fabric and gives you endless styles to choose from. It's total comfort inside and out. They have the cutest prints in all of their stuff. And like I said, it's all very, very comfortable. So, like... You can feel like you, especially, you know, for us gals, like you can move in it all day and you don't feel at the end of the day, like you just want to like, you know, take it off. It's it's really, really fun. Um, they refresh the prints and patterns regularly. So you get new cute stuff to choose from. James has a bunch and they're all really, really cute. I think they are just swell. So never leave your couch again with a Me Undies membership, a monthly subscription that sends new pairs right to your door. Each month you'll choose new undies, socks, or a bralette and pick the style and color or print that feels the most you. It's fun, right? Plus enjoy discounted pricing, free shipping, and exclusive early access to new launches. Love your butt and get the membership. Any first-time purchasers can get 15% off and free shipping. And if you're not satisfied with any product for any reason, they'll refund or exchange it. No caveats, no questions. So to get your 15% off your first order and free shipping, go to MeUndies.com slash Filmhouse. That's MeUndies.com slash Filmhouse. Folks, there's something huge happening on the Rooster Teeth store this week. Something momentous, something enormous, something you need to know about. I am, of course, talking about the Pride merch drop. And you're saying, Charlotte, what does the Pride merch drop look like? It looks like this, dumbass. You couldn't wait two seconds for me to show it to you. It's super comfortable. It's super colorful. All the things that I like in clothing and merchandise. And if that wasn't enough, a portion of the proceeds are being donated to out youth and organization that supports the LGBTQIA plus community in Central Austin. Does it get any better? It's the biggest, most expansive pride drop ever, and it's got something for just about everybody. Yes, even you. It's got stuff from Rooster Teeth, Ruby, Achievement Hunter, Jeff, Barbara, Funhouse, and kind of funny. So you can head over now to the Rooster Teeth store by scanning the QR code below, or you could just go to store.roosterteeth.com to start shopping right away. Go get you some, maybe you just like rainbows. If so, it's a great time to be buying some merch. Can I, can I ask something? Patrick. Oh, Patrick, please. What is your, what is a movie that this would be you? Like, what movie would the you write this review island? for? Yes, you're like alone on like, an island. A beloved you movie truly, that, I, that Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, you truly fucking hate this hmm. movie, but the rest hmm. of the world seems to, like, love it. I know mine off the Do top of my head. One? Yeah, 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 tell us, because I'm going to think on it. Shawshank Redemption. Wow. Oh, wow. Exactly. Wow. See? Wow. See? Whoa. That's, that's Why exactly. Why like it? I think it is a made-for-TV movie that somehow got put on in theaters. I don't, I mean. I do not understand the appeal the of thing. that movie. Here's the thing, to, to, I mean, to your point, but also against your mm -hmm. point. Um, it didn't, it didn't resonate with audiences until it was on TV. Like it which makes sense to me because that's the theaters. type of 
That's the type of wasn't... shit I would expect to see on TV and be like, okay, yeah, it's a TV movie. Who cares? Oh, okay. All right. Well. <laughs> I don't even get it. <laughs> no, I'm saying though, everybody has understand that. No, I get it. I didn't. Okay. It didn't go over my head. I don't think it's that. Com- I don't think it's that complex of a movie. Okay, I just didn't. Well, no, but you said you said a second ago. I don't understand why everyone loves it. It was like you can watch it and understand. It's so it, you feel good at the end of it. But it, did it, it story of humanity? You just, you just here's didn't the buy th- here's the thing. Uh, you just I don't it, huh? understand. I I I get that people like different things than me and vice versa. What I don't understand is why everyone seems to really like this thing you know Mm -hmm. like and i I, there's certain things that i don't like that i know better than to actually get into it with people on this is one of them (laughs) like i'm never gonna win an argument about shawshank redemption i just think it's interesting that's why i was asking the rest of you what your thing is that elicits the same like Mm -hmm. i'm looking at the top 100 movies of all time on Rotten Tomatoes, which is already kind mm-hmm. of like a thing. Some of them I haven't seen. Most of them I have. The only thing that like I stand out here and I'm like mm, would probably be Schindler's List. No, I'm kidding. Um, the The Invisible <laughs> oh. Man from 2020 is on here and I'm like, eh, does that should that, oh, but that I don't top think 100 that... films of all time? Like, I don't know if yeah, I would I have... do that. You got one? But... Mine's not Mine's not necessarily like a critically acclaimed film beloved by, but it is it's definitely a movie that people love. Mm-hmm. And I watched it for the first time this year. And I'm not saying, I don't think my review is as scathing or like, you know, viscerally hating of this film. I just kind of didn't really get what the hype was, mm-hmm. which is Men in Black. Oh, the original? The, ori- yeah. the original? Okay. Yeah. I just, I just, Okay. That's probably one that was like didn't land for me. Wait, so you didn't watch it? That kind of surprises me. Until recently, I feel like that I would. Hmm. I would. I think I would. I, you know, I watched the music video all the time. Of course, as a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, so you didn't watch the movie <laughs> well, until recently, or you did you? She say? didn't watch it the, until recently. Yeah, oh, okay. this past year. I can. Well, I can kind of see that. I guess that, like, yeah, if you missed the the zeitgeist, maybe the it's not. Yeah, I could see that. Mm. To me, Barry Sonnenfeld's such a fun, like, gag-based director with lots of slapstick stuff. I feel like that would be up your alley. I don't know. I would have thought so, too. Like, I, I, Maybe I just had really high expectations. There was something, yeah. though, when we were watching it where you... What was it? You asked a question, like, 45 minutes in, and I looked at you. Cause it, <laughs> yeah. it was like it was like it was like which one's the men in black and i like looked at you i was like it wasn't that. or i don't remember it wasn't something like that but there was some sort of like plot question it was like what are they doing or something there was yeah. some sort of thing and i was like what are you talking about this is men in black like <laughs> yeah but yeah. for whatever reason in in watching it without probably the marketing hype and all the commercials and stuff at the time it was like not obvious in the film to you wasn't a home run for me um this is not a for, for, for me at all, but uh, a parasite is number six on this list, and I loved Parasite, but I have spoken to many people who are like, I don't, I, I didn't like it, or I actively disliked it, which it blows I, my yeah, mind. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, I think that movie, movie was is... incredible, but I can see why people wouldn't like it. It's not a pleasant mm-hmm. watch, you know. Yeah, it's, yeah, I it's love like, the shit know, out of Parasite. I know, I know. And, me Sorry, too. Ryan. And Bong Joon-ho yeah. 
Oh no, it's okay. But but, but yeah, but but uh, what blows my mind about that movie is that you can have conversations with people that literally like will completely read the whole movie. 100 180 degrees differently like oh yeah you know in yeah. terms of of like oh yeah like like obviously the 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 rich family are just all pieces of shit and other people are like well wait are they like it didn't seem obvious to me and they're like well obviously they're they're trying to say that and like you can uh, um i don't know it's I, I like hearing everyone's different interpretation of that of that film mm-hmm. but i will say my entry into this conversation is the tarantino's last movie once upon a time in hollywood where i thought i was going nuts everyone telling me oh that's his best movie ever and i saw it twice in the theater going dude i do a i don't see it I, and i think everyone's reaching i think everyone on earth but me is reaching hard right now to call this even a, a uh, good great movie I, as far as you know? ranking his movies i would not say for me it's near the the top you know, yeah. I and I, people saying his best movie. I no, throw that out. I yeah. had fun, but I I I, I don't. It. Yeah, I had fun, but I haven't necessarily been like, oh, I should go back and like watch that again. I think it depends on like it really depends on how much you love that like time in Hollywood. Like actually, you know, like yeah, I feel I like I feel like it felt very similar to Inglorious Bastards to me. But yeah. I think Inglorious Just Bastards rewriting. is like a much more broad, fun entry point, which is World War Two, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> than uh, than and a story that moves. Yeah. Quicker, yeah. Or yeah. better. Um, two uh, things speaking... that are. Uh, okay. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I was say two things that are on this list back to back. Star Wars The Last Jedi and Star Wars The Force Awakens are both on yeah. here in the top 100. <laughs> I think some of these are like they're they get these weird fan campaigns because of all the hatred that like throw like there's no universe where the last Jedi is in a top movies of any kind list or Force Awakens Awakens. Force Awakens for sure yeah yeah Uh, well anyway I just thought that was these I'm just looking through these and I just thought that was an interesting one but again I mean none of these I would be like I will die. (laughs) <laughs> like i will die to remove yeah. this from the list um so and i would not I die i would i would i would choose my own life over my honor if i was arguing for shawshank redemption but <laughs> okay. yeah. well, i would choose life one, ultimately so i guess this I'm is so off topic but i just really wanted to ask this because i we I, we haven't talked about this actually together james but like did you see that aaron taylor johnson was cast as craven the hunter i did oh god (laughs) i did i love it i listen i'm gonna eat these films up it is like when you when you take the trash back and and you open you open you open the trash and you're like oh something leaked through the bag and -hmm. now it's at the bottom of this and you have to clean it out because it's not, otherwise you're just going to sit there or whatever. That's what these movies are. <laughs> we are. I am a Spider-Man oh. fan, and the idea of making a Craven the Hunter movie without mm-hmm. Spider-Man is hilarious to me, and I can't wait to <laughs> gobble it up. Not it's even. so reliant. The only reason he comes <laughs> to the city is so that way he can hunt this thing. This thing that has escaped. What is this most dangerous game that Ugh. I can hunt? He would say over and over and over again. So it's either the characters change so much that why would you even adapt to this comic book? Or it will not have that satisfaction in it. I just, 
I am blown away, and I I think it is hilarious that they are moving forward with this. Thank God Venom was a huge I, success because I know we comics, have DC films. I know comics are like bigger than they've. Well, I don't know if bigger, they may be failing now. I'm not sure, but I feel like comics now people a lot of people know more comic book characters and stuff than they would have maybe ten or fifteen years ago. But like, I don't think Craven the Hunter exists for people who don't read Spider-Man comics. I don't think anybody... I've never heard those exactly. words before. There ever. is no <laughs> name recognition. People know Venom because of the cartoon and like other characters from movies and stuff, but I don't think yeah. anybody knows I, who Craven the Hunter is unless you have read you will Spider-Man yes. comics. <laughs> but I think now we have these templates of something like Guardians of the Galaxy where nobody knew who the fuck they were and then someone mm -hmm. like James Gunn elevates it and puts it out there i don't think that that can happen time and again and be a replica rep, a replicatable replicable yeah. replicable replicable formula well, i mean i think it's replicable yeah. um the, you do ryan yeah you think people can keep keep directors well, kind of like what we talked about on a couple of podcasts ago on our mitchell's versus the machines podcast with lord and miller and how that's how their whole thing is just taking the this like old ip and then just revamping it into something new and fresh i mean i think that that's what we have to do uh uh in hollywood to like just well get this old shit out but in, in new fun ways that's the name of the game now i in, think in, for, with big budget cinema the interesting thing about them is that they often start with something good right like i guess <laughs> okay. the, like the, like legos like, i was gonna say like 21 jump street right yeah. probably could be adapted into a different script that isn't 21 Jump Street and it would still be good. Oh, right? yeah. Good? Easily, well, yeah, that, that, that's like, kind of the easily. whole point, though. The, the, but, 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 but that's kind of the point is that is that they're taking these these broad ideas and stuff and, and finding fun ways, accessible ways to to uh, as entry points into something that who the fuck wants a 21 Jump Street movie back when it came out like no one was asking mm -hmm. for that like yeah. and they they made it happen yeah by i i agree crook I, I i agree i guess what i would say is that and we'll see maybe maybe craven will be amazing and it'll people were like people didn't know iron man yeah we knew iron man um but yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> maybe this what this feels like to me is less 21 jump street and more when they made a baywatch movie because 21 jump street was successful <laughs> mm -hmm. right that's what it this what's what this feels like for me um uh -huh. and we'll see how it turns out but i think that's there because there's two sides of that coin the one is what you're talking about ryan where someone finds some old thing they they have an amazing idea and they really put their heart and soul into it and they reimagine it into something that was probably arguably better than the original stands on its own guardians of the yeah, galaxy is a great example it's an obscure thing, but it didn't matter because they told a story that kind of people wanted to watch in a very fun way. And it didn't matter if you didn't know anything about these characters. We're going to give you it all here in the film. Something like Craven the Hunter feels a lot more Baywatch where yeah. someone goes, oh, they made 21 Jump Street. Oh, I guess all we need is the title of a TV show from that time period and then we're going to make money and then it's like oh but you didn't make something good <laughs> like mm -hmm. you, you just took baywatch <laughs> right and then you cast some actors that you think would get people in seats and it didn't work 
So I think also uh, when Guardians of the Galaxy producers- came out, it was like already sort of. I mean, Marvel fatigue was already in full oh, yeah. force. It, Maybe it worse than it me. is now, which is crazy because I don't know how. Yeah, but that was like something where I think people wanted some shit they'd never heard of. You know, because it was like mm-hmm. four, three Iron Man movies, a bunch, like everything I think was just was still sequels, basically, when that came out. Well, they wanted something that like wasn't just sequels. like a, a a puzzle piece in something right. else. I think yeah. I mean, maybe that's how I felt is like yeah. I, I was just glad that Guardians of the Galaxy was like, oh, my gosh, like it's something new and there's an ending. And that's it's the great. only movie <laughs> along with uh, what's the other good one? Uh, Thor, Ragnarok. Thor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those two, or I guess three, because there's two oh, Guardians yeah. of the Galaxies. Those are like the only ones that actually feel like they have a voice, that they have like a, a unique voice behind them. Mm. Whereas Craven and, and the Hunter, I don't know who's behind Craven the Hunter, <laughs> but you know we'll <laughs> see. <laughs> like I think importantly, Guardians is weird and good. Like people, yeah. that combination is uh, is powerful if you can if you can nail yeah. it but it's hard to do yep i would say so i would say i agree i agree with everything everyone's saying mm-hmm. does that make I, me opinionless on this mm-hmm. yeah. my only thing is is that aaron taylor johnson it's like does hollywood can only cast from 10 yeah. people to play superheroes <laughs> yeah. like the guy was quicksilver no yeah he was quicksilver was he anything he was kick-ass like, mm-hmm. is there nobody else? Like, I'm, and I like Aaron T- Taylor Johnson. Um, so, you know, I'm getting past my own biases to make this this uh, radical claim. Yeah. Well, we also know that by casting Aaron Taylor Johnson in this film, that Sony has no plans for integrating the Spider-Man universe. Like, like this is clearly a standalone thing because <laughs> yeah. I don't think Marvel would be like. No. Yes, we are expecting a scene later on where Craven meets Scarlet Witch and they go, Whoa? I mean, maybe yeah. if, but like, I do think it's funny. Like, they've basically accepted that this is good. all you're getting, folks, is the yep. Craven world, the Craven yep. cinematic universe. So, the best you can hope uh, for is maybe Venom meets Craven. James, are you yeah. going to do a countdown to Craven? Uh, so, it's actually called Craven Craven. All right. Ooh, that's good. We're hungry for it. We're well, hungry for that's it. our show for and this it's gonna week. Have, it's going to have the sound of a lion in it. That's <laughs> a that, that Craven. Craven. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> that that I think that wraps things up. <laughs> you bet. <it> does. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even talk about Funhouse. Zero percent. I know. Well, I I, oh, I yeah. knew we were Shit. getting a bit long, and I didn't know if Shane had had how much time he's got. Um. But yeah, Ryan did bring to our attention that there was a movie called Funhouse that just came to, came out theatrical release. It's got zero percent aggregate score, Rotten Tomatoes. Hard to do. It also <laughs> has a release date. It has release dates of 2019, 2020, and 2021. So ah, take your great. take your pick on which one. <laughs> Those are this all the is festivals. the only one that matters. All the festivals yeah. that probably it must came out. Be. It must be. Um, and and. Uh, the the brief plot is that it's what a bunch of like c-list celebrities that are all kind of trapped in a funhouse and have to kill each other or something like big brother yeah yeah it's like big brother but with but but where they have to kill each other and it's named after our youtube channel that we all work interesting because that is the best genre of movie so 
I don't know. Is our YouTube channel? I agree. Well, that's Basic, yeah. That's movies ba- adapted from YouTube channels. That's the future. Yeah. Oh my god! Remember that? Remember that era? Yeah, like Smosh the movie. Is that yeah. happening? Mm-hmm. It happens. Dude, Fred the movie. I stand by. Fred the movie is amazing. Masterpiece. Ten out of ten. Should we review it? We should watch it. Let's review it. I would love to review it. It's like a self-contained universe that happens in a cul-de-sac. It has the same joy that I think Paddington brings to the world. Uh, okay, bold. Mr. Fred. Would you bold. say it deserves a hundred? Well, that's too. my way to get you guys to watch it. I know you won't watch it unless we, we I say that. Done. Yeah. Well, thanks everybody for oh, yeah, hanging sorry. out and talking about movies. This was a uh, this was a fun. Is what I was mm-hmm. going to say. Mm-hmm. And uh, I hope that jackass. I hope they're okay. Mm-hmm. I do too. I do too. Respect. Yeah. 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 I think about them a lot. See you guys next week. Bye. <laughs> See you next week, Tim Halcyons. Right.